This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a throwback Thursday night football edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer is the co-host of the product. He produces the product as well. Jake, how are you, buddy? Feeling good. Radio are you show feeling good? Radio show went well. The radio show always goes well, but are we feeling good about this game? Dude, the Browns don't stand a chance against the Broncos. Damn, look at you. Um, well, you said that at the beginning of the radio show, <laughs> and as we progress, you're like, yeah, 16 to 13. Um, that doesn't feel like handling anybody. Are you more confident or less confident than you were three hours ago? I am less when confident. When I asked you uh, last. Less confident. You know, <laughs> when I said that, I forgot that. You know, it seems like only their offense is injured, the Browns' offense. Yeah. Uh, and I forgot a little bit about Miles Garrett um, and Denzel Ward. They got 20 dudes hurt, but my thought, here's the truth. The thought is they're still as talented as the Broncos because that's how much deeper they, they, are, they are than the Broncos. And the Browns aren't about their quarterback being out, so we're going to beat them. The Browns are the one team almost in the whole NFL who's, you mentioned Tannehill and the Titans, but I think Tannehill's... Um, better than Baker. I think he's better than Baker right now. Baker might be able to achieve that and surpass him, but right now Tannehill's at his peak. Right. And it's not Tannehill who he is going to be for the next four or five years because he's 33 years old, but he's, it's the culmination. He's, you know, peaked. He's gotten, he's, he's turned himself from, again, from wide receiver to NFL quarterback, um, to productive NFL quarterback, to elite NFL quarterback. And he's that right now and might not even be that next year. But Tannehill's really, really good. So um, He, he go gives ahead. more to the Titans than Baker does to the Browns. I agree. Um, you take Baker off of the Browns, they're still competitive because they still have some of the most you know ridiculous talent on both sides of the ball um, in the whole league. That's what you get when you draft you know, so high year in and year out and you start to hit. And then you turn into the 76ers when you hit, a, hit on Simmons and you hit on Embiid. But when you're drafting Jaleel Okafor and Markel <laughs> Fultz and stuff like that, it's hard to, you know, so um, the Browns are good. I don't know if they're not championship good right now, led by Case Keenum and without two running backs. Um, they're still a they're not a good team they're still a quality NFL team and I still think they're better than the three wins the Broncos had Jags Giants Jets okay I still think they're better than Jags Giants Jets and um, not quite as good as maybe the Raiders would be Uh, obviously the Raiders are um, not as good to me as the Steelers and that's, you know, Raiders, yeah. not as good as the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. Um, it's like big picture. I'm a big picture thinker here. But at the end of the season, the Steelers will have passed um, the Raiders. The Raiders will have, um, you know, end up, will end up with like seven or eight wins. Um, and they're definitely not as good as the Ravens. So there's somewhere in between. Between teams we know the Broncos can't beat. And between the teams, three teams the Broncos did beat. So... What's that mean for these Broncos um, tonight? Well, I always like to talk about, like, if they lose this game, how do they lose this game? If they win this game, how do they win this game? I want to, Jake, ask you some of the things that we might not see coming that could um, tra- you know, play out in this game. And then we're doubling up today. We're going to do another podcast a little bit later on in the day. And it's going to be um, 
kind of our betting podcast for the game because there's, I think, tons of betting opportunities. We'll player prop it. We'll talk about the total, which I'm going to gonna say it right now. Oh, you know, I, I love the total. Love, love it. Love, love the total. Okay. Um, and we got some more stuff too, but uh, we got enough stuff to do two podcasts today on a special kind of Thursday night football um, edition of edition edition of these two podcasts of the podcast. I usually say of the program. So, um, okay. If the Broncos win this game, how does that happen, Jake? What happened? Well, I said on the radio show that. Um, the running game is going to have to be a big component in like this. Like 35 game. carries from the running backs. Yes. We need to see uh, a steady dose of Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Finally. You know, we. Finally. We need to see it consistently throughout the game. You have to impose your will and keep that pass rush honest. Keep that pass rush off of Teddy Bridgewater um, because that's what's going to kill this Broncos team is Miles Garrett and that that vaunted pass rush that the Cleveland Browns have. Um, so that's the one thing um, on offense I, I really need to see from the Broncos is is the running game pick it up big time and Pat Shermer to, to, to stay true to it and Teddy Bridgewater to just manage the game, not do too much, uh, limit turnovers. Uh, we Obviously, we saw the four turnovers last week and they lost by 10. Um, if... You minimize those turnovers to maybe one turnover, two turnovers at at the very most, then you should be able to win this game. But that's even pushing it. Uh, On defense, Von Miller. He's got to... Super Bowl MVP. My brother. My brother. He's got to live up to what he said in that press conference. He's got to kill his opponent. He's got to give the Broncos, put them in the opportunity to win, put them in the place to win, and... Sack Case Keenum two, three times. And, and if he doesn't get to him, at least hit him, you know, put some pressure on him and yeah. and force turnovers, make Case Keenum uncomfortable. That's the key to victory. And, you know, Keenum, like we talked about yesterday, has a little bit of a, you know, revenge game here against the Broncos. And That's going to mean something. That stuff means something to guys. He's going to want to, you know, gunsling it. And I think he's going to. I think this is like picks. the Broncos are forced to because of Teddy's condition, because of um, I think their fear of maybe throwing the ball with the talent they have right now down the field and in combination with uh, a really good Browns defense. It's like for the first time they're going to be Shermer's going to be they're going to be forced to run the ball. And to stay in a game here um, where, you know, it's going to be low scoring. They're going to run the ball um, more than we've seen them do, rightfully so. Why wouldn't you? And in the process, I'm hoping Javante has a big day. Melvin Gordon has a big day. and Some serious development for Javante. That's what I want to see. Well, I mentioned on the show that I, I think part of the, the feeling that I have. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> The feeling that I have about the Broncos and why I'm so down right now and why I've kind of like turned the page a little bit, I've like we've said, emotionally disconnected, is because the feeling like I don't think this group, they can't get any better. So it's not like, you know, like the Bengals are like young and developing and getting better. 
Okay. Uh, give me another team. Young, developing. Even if they're a bad team right now, you know they're building towards something. The Chargers are getting better. Okay. They're retooling. Mike Johnson, Michael Johnson, Mike Johnson, he was like the sixth pick. He was kind of a bust. Herbert's got him in turn to look like a pro bowler. Okay. And I know it's the Herbert or Williams, factor. Mike Williams. What did I say? Johnson. Mike, of course, Mike Williams. Um, it was that sixth pick who was yeah. just like, he's, you know, he was like an afterthought. He was looking like a bust. He's a great player. He's a star with the real quarterback. So the Broncos don't have, like, any room to grow because they don't have a quarterback to develop, okay? And other than, you know, Sertan, Javante, um, I just don't feel like there's, you know, where, where's the offense, young guys in the offensive line? I mean, um, minors, right? Yeah. It's like a backup. Um, Dalton Reisner's regressed. Dalton Reiser hasn't been as good as he was as a rookie. Um, that could be due to and injury. Garrett Bowles isn't as good, too. We thought we had an all-pro here, and now it turns out we just had a, you know, a guy who had a really great season who's not as good as that, and I think we expected that. I expected that to be the case. So I just don't feel, you know, and then the, the head coach as well. There's no, again, it's not like we have a young head coach who or offensive coordinator who's dynamic and going to be working with Teddy on the future of the offense. It's just like they might be able to win this game, okay? But, like, they're not ascending. They're not able to do that. And I don't know if it's, you know, Hamler, Judy, Factor, um, uh, more offensive line um, injuries, injuries on the defense, guys who are, like, gritty gutties, hard workers, heart and soul guys, um, Bradley Chubb, you know? It's like those are all the guys that were supposed to, take a step forward and or be stars. And the Broncos just aren't very good when you chop it up. When you really, really chop it up, they're not very good. I hope they beat the Browns, okay? Because I want to extend the season. I want to feel, you know, have this to feel to good about for another couple of weeks. Like, the future of the team is bright. Maybe I'm just down right now. Maybe I got it wrong. Maybe I'm just kind of deflated right now. But. It's the skid. You know, the 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 0-3 skid that the Broncos are on right now. A lot of the injuries are a big reason why. I got no pride in the defense anymore. No. That's gone. I mean, with Alexander Johnson and Josie Jewell out in the middle, there's a big, like, chasm that has been left by those injuries, and you're with backups there. You know, the explosiveness is gone on the offensive side with K.J. Hamler and Jerry Judy gone with with those injuries. Uh, the future of this team could actually be the bright. Future. The future could be bright. But as of right now, it looks bleak because of all the injuries. Yeah. It's like the experiment failed. The Bridgewater experiment has failed. And I'll tell you, like, I don't know if it's like, well, we did the experiments on these 50 mouses, but two survived, you know? <laughs> so I don't know if it's like that and Success. like, you know, if it's like in another way or shape or form, someone could get more out of that this offense and these guys and Teddy and the collective group. But that's just my thought. And my hope is that how battered and messed up that Teddy might be. Let's put them, you know, for post concussion up to this point where he looked so bad this last week and it was just too little too late. And again, I, the first half of the Steelers game 
So, you know, they look like poop. The second half, they get some traction, get it going. Teddy almost brought him back. So, I don't know if it's just who and who and what Teddy is as a quarterback. Slow just starter. Just good enough. Slow starter, just good enough to lose. Um, can't, won't put it on his back, not talented enough to do that. Needs help to do. So, I think it's who we, you know, he is who we thought he was, actually. But we wanted this to be different. We wanted this to work. We wanted this experiment to look like the Browns and Baker. Right. Like, dang, this guy does just enough to manage the offense, can make you pay every now and then, and then supports a great cast and team around. And we're like wannabe Cleveland. We're like the wannabe Browns. We're not there yet. No. We you know we're um, they're they're very talented. They've made moves uh, to try to win now and. Um, they know who and what they are. They have an identity. No, Broncos have no identity at all. What's the identity? Great defense? Well, that didn't happen. Uh, two uh, running backs are going to run the ball like the Browns. Well, they don't do that. Um, leadership at the quarterback position is always going to find a way to win. Lift guys up. Uh, Not anymore. Hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. So um, we're going to call. Listen, let's make our predictions for this game. Okay. Let's make our predictions for this game, and we're going to end this podcast, and we're going to either come in and do tomorrow's podcast, which you won't be here for, um, Danny Bailey will, feeling uh, good about ourselves. We're feeling good like, like I, I should. should. So we'll either be doing that, or we're going to be feeling like shit about ourselves tomorrow, talking about how do we blow this up as soon as possible. And depending on the way they lost this game to Case Keenum, um, is Fangio even fi- is he fired by then? And you give an extra day or two because of the Thursday night football for Mike Munchak to take over and run the team while Shermer still coordinates the offense and Donatel still coordinates the offense. So with that being said, we're going to use this as an opportunity to mention our partners in this podcast. DraftKings. So when you want to bet this game this weekend or any NFL game this weekend, you do it at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They got you covered. Right now, all new customers can just bet $5. $5 on any NFL game, okay, this weekend. If your team wins, you get $200 in free bets, okay? I'm no joke. I'm not lying. Any listen, this is not against the spread. You bet any team straight up this weekend, okay? Bet against the spread is where it's tough. Money lines? You know, kind of easy when you're talking about favorites and underdogs and big ones. They want you to get in on the action. They're giving you $200 in free bets if you hit a $5 bet on any NFL game this weekend. Also, I do the same game parlays there. I love these same game parlays. They're super unique. Um, Give you an opportunity to make tons of money on just a few bucks. Um, Plus, you're going to have $200 in free bets to play with to go and dabble in these same game parlays. Um, I hit a same game parlay just the other day, Jake, it was NBA. Let's just say it was lots of money. It wasn't, it was more than hundreds. Okay. That's all. That's enough said. That's enough said. And it was great. It felt great to hit it. Uh, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win 200 in free bets. Um, If they win, you win. And hit that promo code MHS so they know that we sent you this week at DraftKings tonight for the Broncos and the Browns to do it. An official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Jake. The time has come to predict the outcome of... This game that will be played in about six hours from now. Ooh. 
You think the Broncos win, I know that. Yes. How do they win, and what's the final score of this game, and who's the hero of this game? When they see that a burrito can save us. Sorry. So I'll start with the hero of the game, and the hero is going to be Javante Williams. Hey, yeah. Javante Williams, it's, it's supposed to be raining. You know, it's supposed to be uh, 60 degrees, you know, Cleveland, um, on the road, and Javante's going to walk into that stadium and walk all over those Browns. What kind of day? What's the numbers looking like? I'm saying that Javante gets on 16 carries, 115. What you're going to say? Two t- 80 or 90. Two tutties? No, no, just one tutty. Damn. Because it's going to be... 1613. Tutty Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one touchdown. I'm gonna say he has a, a a 35 yard touchdown. Ooh, breaks one. Breaks a breaks a nice chunk. I like that. For a touchdown. And um Javante is the hero of the day. Okay, what does Vaughn live up to the big mouth? Vaughn Miller gets Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> he definitely lives up to the to the hype and, and the big talks. Two and a half. Ooh. He's going to share one with uh, Shelby Harris. And the Broncos win what? Broncos win 16-13. All field goals after Javante Williams' touchdown. Three field goals, one touchdown. McManus the hero? McManus and Javante Williams are the heroes. Okay. Um, While I like everything you had to say, and I like Javante having a day like that on 15 or 16 carries, more for like 80 or 90, like I said, in one touchdown. Case Keenum fumbles, too. Um... Vaughn Miller has a sack in the game. I think that I'm going to be honest. I picked the Broncos the last three weeks. Actually, the last six weeks. I'm a Broncos fan. I love these guys. I hate them right now, but I love on them. I love them hard. I hate them hard right now. I love them hard. So... While I'm admitting to an emotional connection to wanting to pick this team to win every week, it's changed kind of in a couple different ways. Now I want to pick against them to lose because I think if they lose to Case Keenum, there's a chance that Vic Fangio will be fired. Okay, and I, I see. really feel like he deserves that, and I'm really ready for to see if there's someone else within this coaching staff who could do more with what we have. And to be honest with you, I'm a big picture thinker. I think it's an opportunity for Mike Munchak to show me what he can do as a head coach without showing me next season when he's a candidate, the only candidate remaining from the staff. And we don't know what that would look like. Now we would have a chance to know what Mike Munchak would look like as the head coach of this team, who was a finalist to be the head coach of this team and who's been on this roster for a couple few years. And how much influence do you have in an offense that you're only the offensive line coach in when you have a former two-time former head coach in Shermer running the offense and a strong mind in Fangio as well. So I don't think we know anything about what, Mike Munchak is capable of as an offensive coordinator. That is big for, picture. That that's big picture. That's for another discussion on another day. But I'm telling you, that's why I'm going to pick the Browns to win this game. What's the score? Twenty to sixteen. Browns win. 
seemed like you had a hard time getting that out. I did. I didn't feel good about it. I kind of think the Broncos are going to win. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I think it's going to be close enough where I'll be disgusted if they squeak out a win against this pathetic team and give Vic Fangio another week to live the life as the head coach. If you listen to the podcast, you know that we've said they won't fire Fangio midseason. He's a fraud. Unless they lose in glorious, dramatic fashion to a Browns team that is a shell of its real self uh, to a quarterback who we wasn't good enough to play on this team. That's it, Jake. That's the end of the podcast. Sorry to go out on a low note like that. Hey, go Broncos. I love you, Broncos. They're talking about trading Tua. We'll bring it up in the other podcast we're going to do. We're going to do another podcast today here. But this was our predictions podcast. This was our for better, for worse podcast. This is the one that, again, will take us to tomorrow, Football Friday. And we'll see the aftermath of whatever happened here and the way we're feeling about this team and the way they looked. For better or for worse. But this podcast, sorry for better. It's a good one. I love this podcast. I think you appreciate who we are if you listen to the podcast. Uh, there's probably some Broncos fans who listen to the podcast who are like, why are you guys so negative? They're 3-3. Three and three. They're still in contention. Oh, well, then Drew Locke, listen to that. That's cool, too. That's all good. That's cool, too. I don't live my life like that, though. I don't live my life on, you know, if I know, if I got a pretty good idea of what's going to happen, I'm not going to pretend like it's not going to happen. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I, if I have a pretty good idea, this team's going down in the flame in flames, and it's probably going to end up seven and ten or six and eleven, whatever it's going to be. Then I'm not going to pretend because they're three and three. Like I don't see that coming, and act like yeah, I'm trying to talk you guys into it or myself into it. That stuff when there's some substance there, when they're three and zero, oh, or even when they're zero oh and zero, oh, and coming into the season, you got the hype train. That's you know, but once we've seen it and we know what it looks like. I'm down on these freaking guys, and I don't think they could play much better than they've played the last few weeks because they're playing another pretty good team. And that's it. With full, all hands on deck, full board, the Jerry Judy, all the lean, all the, or the, the, the uh, Josie Jewell leading the team in tackles kind of stuff. Maybe then I could believe that. But without those guys, they, you know, those are, those are important guys for the offense, uh, for the uh, break, big play abilities on offense, and vice versa on the defense, for the tackles, the stopping the big plays. Josie Jill, hard work and hard and soul kind of guy. So, uh, Jake has Broncos winning a close one. I have the Browns winning a close one. Jake, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Good stuff today. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.